0: Welcome to today's program. My name is Rick Renner. Thank you, friend, for letting me come right into your space, Reach for Your Bible, because today we're going to be going to several places in the Bible. But I'm teaching a brand-new series, which is called Dream Thieves, Overcoming Obstacles to Fulfill Your Dreams. You know, through the years, God has asked me and Denise to do some very unique things that seemed very impossible. And as we launched out to obey, we ran into obstacles and hurdles along the way. The devil wants to stop anyone that has a calling or a vision because the devil knows if you really do what God has told you to do, people's lives are going to be changed and your own life is going to be improved. And he doesn't want any of that to happen. So when you launch out to do what God has asked you to do, you run into the dream thieves. And that's what this series is about overcoming obstacles so you can fulfill your dreams and by the way this comes with a study guide and i want to remind you that we're also offering you my book right now by the same title dream thieves this really is one of my favorite books it's the first book i wrote after we moved to the former soviet union in 1991 Talk about obstacles. Ay. Yi, yi. It is almost unbelievable what we faced back in those days. It was difficult just to find gasoline for the car to buy sugar, to buy milk, to buy bread. There was a deficit of everything and God was telling us to launch a big new ministry in the territory of the former Soviet Union. And my friends, I'm going to tell you we faced dream thief after dream thief, but we were bound and determined we were going to do what God called us to do. And born out of that, I wrote this book, Dream Thieves, overcoming obstacles to fulfill your dreams. And you can do anything Jesus has ever asked you to do. But today we're going to begin by me reading just a little bit from page 23. Listen to this. When you finally discover God's will for you, his plan begins to awaken in your heart and you come to understand what job to take, what business to start, what ministry God's called you to fulfill and so forth. But if, if, If you don't hold fast to that God-given vision, tightly embracing what God has shown you, the dream thieves will see to it that you slowly let your dream slip away from you. And that is why we're told in Scripture to hold fast to what God has spoken to our hearts, which means, here's what it means. We must seize that dream, wrap our arms of faith around it, hold it down, Grasp it tightly, place all of our weight on top of it because if we don't, the dream thieves of life will come to steal the wonderful plan that God has for us. And if they succeed in doing it, they will steal our uniqueness, our individual purpose and the magnificent plan that God has for us. And nothing could be more tragic than that. And we're going to see today. There are primary four dream thieves that you're going to have to deal with and overcome in your life. Now, there may be more, but these four seem to come to everybody, and that's what we're going to be dealing with today. But hey, first, if you need prayer, please call us. Let us know how to pray for you. We'll get into agreement. We'll search the Scriptures, find out what we need to pray just for you, or maybe you'd rather send us an email. You can do either call us or send us an email. We'll go to the Word of God. We'll pray in faith and ask Jesus to do something spectacular, and He really will. But I'll be back in just a moment.
1: Stay tuned for a teaching you can trust, a message that will inspire, strengthen, and equip you with vital insights and understanding from the Word of God. Here is Rick. Reach for your Bible.
0: Today we're going to be going several places in the Bible, and I want you to use your Bible, and please pray with me for a revival of the Bible in the body of Christ. But today I want to begin with a verse that we used yesterday in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 4, where we find that God has a plan for each of us. It says in Ephesians 1, 4, "...according as He has chosen us in Him before the foundation of the world." And we saw that that word chosen is the Greek word eklegomai, which literally means to call out, to choose, to select, to elect, to summon forth. It means God chose us. He elected us. He selected us. He called us forth. We are not an afterthought. We are not an accident. And look when God did this. He did it before the foundation of the world. That word before is the Greek word pro. It means long in advance of. The foundation of the world, the word foundation, the Greek word katabole, a compound of two words, the preposition kata, which carries the idea of something that is going down, and the word balo, which means to throw. But when you compound the two worlds together, it means before God ever hurled the first layer of the universe into existence. He already had chosen you. You were already on his mind. That's why I say you're not an afterthought. You're not an accident. God has been waiting for you and he has a specific plan that is just for you. And listen to the RIV of this part of Ephesians chapter one, verse four. Even before the first layer of the universe was hurled into place, God was peering into the future to see who he would choose. And he saw us there. When he saw us, he spoke and said, out. That's the word, ek, in the Greek. And when he said those words, he literally selected us as his very own. That is amazing. And God has a plan for you He has a plan for me. We are remarkable. We are extraordinary. We are one of a kind. And God wants to give to each one of us his design for our lives. And when we find it, we have to wrap our arms around it and refuse to ever let it go. And that's why now we're going to go to Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23, a powerful verse, which says, let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering hold fast is the greek word cat echo it's a compound of two words again the greek word kata which is a preposition carries the idea of something that's coming down it's dominating it is subjugating the second part of the word is the word echo which means i have i hold i possess but when you compound these two words together it forms the greek word cat echo which pictures a person who's found his dream. Now he's wrapped his arms around it. He says, I have it. I hold it. I possess it. I have found it. And because he doesn't want it to get away from him, he puts all of his influence on top of it to subjugate it. Or I say, it's the picture of somebody who says, I'm going to latch hold of this, put all my weight on top of it. I don't care how hard the devil or life tries to pull it away from me. I'm sitting on this thing. I'm not going to let it get away from me. And this word, hold fast, is used negatively in Romans 1.18 to describe wicked men who know the truth and don't like it, so they hold it down or they suppress it. Just like a newspaper who would say, sit on that story. Don't publish that story. Make sure nobody hears that they sit on it so the news won't get out. Now the word is used positively in Hebrews 10.23, To say, when you know what God wants you to do, you've got to hold it down. You've got to hold it fast because life has a way of trying to take our dream away from us. And there are four primary dreams that we, dream thieves, that we all have to deal with that come to attack each of us. And today we're going to begin with dream thief number one, which is, are you ready? Time, time. Listen to this. In and of itself, time is a neutral force. It can work for us or it can work against us. But if you wait years and years and months and months for something to come to pass, the enemy over the passage of time begins to whisper, you're nothing more than a dreamer. You probably didn't receive a true word from the Lord after all. It was just something you wanted to happen. Some wild idea you dreamed up to make yourself feel more important in your little, small, insignificant world. You're just a dreamer, so let go of that fantasy and get back to the real world. (laughs) Perhaps it seems like your entire life has been put on hold since the moment the dream was first birthed in your heart. And sometimes... Time says, you know what, if you hadn't received this dream, you could have gone on with your life, you could have done other things, but no, you're just camped out here waiting for this dream to come to pass. It's not come to pass. Look at the time you're wasting. And time has a way of saying, give up, back off, retreat. My friends, time really is a serious thief that comes to steal the dream of God from our heart. And listen to this. How many men and women of God have come to this place in their spiritual walk. Having waited so long to see their victory, then they regret that God ever spoke to them, and rather than hold down and hold fast to their dream, with a little more effort and resolve, waiting for it to come to pass, they abandon the plan altogether, very often right when they're on the brink of receiving the manifestation. Mm. 1 Peter 5, verse 6 says, Humble yourself therefore under the mighty hand of God that He may exalt you in due time. There is a due time to everything. And the dream which God gave you may not come to pass quickly, but if you'll remain faithful to it, wrap your arms around it, hold fast to it, Your due season, your due time will come to you. But you have to establish your heart in the Word of God. You've got to refuse to be shaken. You've got to refuse to move. And you've got to say, I'm camping out right here on what God has told me until I see the manifestation. So dream thief number one is time, and it really is a dream thief. Dream thief number two, are you ready, is the voice of Satan himself. If you get beyond the dream thief of time, the devil will be waiting for you. And the devil will come along to whisper in your ear and tell you that you're just another run-of-the-mill, ordinary person who's tired of the status quo, so you've dreamed up some wild fantasy for your life. Mm. The devil knows the strategy of convincing you to accept a lower root. And if you listen to him, he'll convince you that you were not brought into this world for anything special. So you have to look to the word of God for strength. You've got to find steadfastness of faith. And according to the scripture, you've got to say to the devil, hey, my plan was designed for me before the first layer of the universe was ever put into place, according to Ephesians 1, for God saw me before any of this existed, and He's had a plan for me for a long time. In fact, Ephesians 1, says, we are predestined according to the purpose of Him who works all things after the counsel of His own will. And listen to the RIV of this. Before anything existed, God chose us. God devised every step to bring us to this place and God has executed every single step of the plan that he had determined by his own counsel so long ago. My friends, you're not an afterthought. And when the devil tries to tell you that you have no significance, you need to say, hey, a long, long time ago, God devised a plan for me. Say amen. And not only that, in Psalm 139, We have the fabulous verse in verses 16 to 18 in the NIV. David says, Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to pass. How precious to me are your thoughts, O God! How vast is the sum of them! Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. David says, God, you knew me even before I was formed in my mother's womb. And when you come to the stories of Jeremiah and the apostle Paul, we find they said the same thing. For example, in Jeremiah chapter one, verses four and five, Jeremiah said, then the word of the Lord came to me, Jeremiah saying, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee and I ordained thee to be a prophet to the nations. There was a plan before he was even born. Or in Galatians chapter 1, verses 15 and 16, the apostle Paul says, but when it pleased God who separated me from my mother's womb and called me by his grace to reveal his son in me, that I might preach him among the heathen. God had a plan for Paul even before he was separated from his mother's womb. And my friends, he has a plan for you. You are not a mistake. Before God ever formed the universe, he was already designing your future. But the devil will try to convince you that your dream is just your own self-exalting fantasy and that God's true plan for you follows a more humble path. But what the, really, what the devil really means is that God has for you a more obscure, insignificant path. And my friends, that is a lie. You tell the devil to hit the road. God has something powerful and wonderful planned for you. But if you get past dream thief number one, which is time, And then if you get past dream thief number two, which is the voice of the enemy, then you got to deal with dream thief number three, which is, are you ready? Your friends, your friends, your friends may try to help you have a more balanced perspective about what you're going to launch out to do. For example, if you've said, I'm going to launch out and begin a ministry or I'm going to launch out and start a new business. Well, your friends really love you and they don't want you to make a mistake and they may try to give you a more balanced perspective. They may even ask, wait, 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 wait. Have you really thought about what you're doing? Right now you have job security. You know you have a paycheck. Not only do you have job security, you have medical insurance. You have so many benefits where you are but if you leave where you are and Launch out to do what's in your heart, you're going to lose job security and all of these benefits. Well, there's some logic to that, but if you've looked at it and if you really know this is what God is telling you to do, then you need to embrace it and hold fast to that dream regardless of what your friends tell you. And let me tell you that a real friend eventually will come alongside and say, You know what, I may not understand what you're doing, but I know that you believe you've heard from God. And rather than drag you into my doubt and unbelief, I'm going to stand by you, I'm going to support you, and I'm going to pray for you. That's what a real friend will do. And I think Pastor Bob Yen did. Because when Denise and I made the decision to move to the other side of the world, right here in Moscow, I went to see him. He was my pastor, and he was my friend. And he said, you know, Rick, I don't totally understand what God is telling you to do, but I witness that it really is the Lord, and I'm going to support you, and I'm going to pray for you. When I walked out of his office, I found such strength rather than drag me into doubt and unbelief. He said, you know, I affirm you're really hearing from the Lord. I don't understand it, but I'm going to get behind you and I'm going to support you. And he did. When you have a friend like that, that's a true friend. But hey, if you make it beyond the voice of time, And if you make it beyond the voice of the devil, and if you make it beyond the voice of your friends, there's one more really big dream thief you have to deal with. And this is the voice of your family, your family. Time can pass. Time can pass. Hmm. You can rebuke the devil and tell him to hit the road. If your friends are not supportive, you can even choose new friends. But your family is your family and you cannot get rid of your family. You're going to be with them for the rest of your life. So you can pass the test of time. You can rebuke the devil. You can choose new friends, but you're always going to be with your family. And here's the difficult thing about family. They know you. They've seen you attempt to do other things in the past that were unsuccessful. And now when you announce you're going to do something grand and glorious they're going to remember the last thing you said you were going to do that was grand and glorious, that turned out to be a dismal failure, and they don't want you to go through that again. And simply out of their love, And out of their concern for you, they may say, are you really sure about what you're doing? It's not that they're against you. They just don't want to see you hurt. They don't want you to see you mess up your lives. So as your family, they're going to express their concern. But family really has a lot of influence in our lives. I'm so thankful that when Denise and I announced we were going to move to the former Soviet Union, my family had already seen a track record in my life of me hearing from God and doing what God told me to do victoriously. Let your family watch you. Let your family watch you really do what you say God has told you to do, build yourself a platform to stand on. And the next time you announce you're going to do something grand and glorious, your family will believe you. They'll come alongside you. They'll say, hey, he's always done everything he said he's going to do. Why not now? And they'll support you. But it's very possible because your family loves you, and they don't want to see you or your spouse or your kids suffer. They may bring up all kinds of scenarios, which in truth could never happen, not in a million years, but they'll lamb you with their questions and with their concerns. Thank them for it. Don't be disturbed by that. They love you. Say, I want to thank you for your concern. I want to thank you for expressing all your questions. Those are really good questions and things for me to think about. But you know what? At the end of the day, I know that God has spoken to me, and therefore I'm going to hold fast to what I know God has said to me. And again, in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23, it says, let's hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. You've got to hold fast. Again, that word hold fast, the Greek word kateko kata. You've got to put all your dominating force, subjugating force into it, Echo, you've got to wrap your arms around it, say, it's mine, I found it, I finally have it. You've got to hold it tightly, hold it down and refuse to let anyone take the dream from you. But I want to tell you, if God has spoken to you, the dream thieves are going to come after you, dream thief number one time, which is going to say, if it was going to happen, it would have already happened, it's not happened and therefore this must not be right, just kiss it. Goodbye and move on. Dream thief number two, the voice of the devil himself. Are you crazy? What are you trying to do? You're not as significant as you think you are, except a more humble, obscure route. Dream thief number three, your friends who love you, they'll be concerned about you and they'll try to give you a more balanced perspective. And finally, dream thief number four, your family who may try to talk you out of it because they don't want you to make a mistake. But if you really know God has spoken to you, then you have to say thank you to your friends, thank you to your family, rebuke the devil, and just tell time it's going to pass, but you're going to do what you're called to do anyway. Hey, I'll be back in just a moment, and I want to pray for you.
1: Many people start out with a God-given dream and a passion to see that word from the Lord fulfilled in their lives. But the longer it takes for the dream to come to pass, the less their hearts burn for it. Until sadly, they release God's dream for their lives altogether, letting it slip out of their hearts and hands and into oblivion. You need to know as you pursue your dream that you'll encounter dream thieves that will try to steal the dream from your heart. And in this 10-part series, Dream Thieves, Rick Brenner will show you how to identify these dream thieves and how to overcome each of them. In this series, you'll learn how to hold fast to the dream God put in your heart. How to identify dream thieves that come to steal your dream. How to come into divine alignment with God's plan for your life. How to take steps to fulfill your dream. This practical and helpful 10-part series is available in digital or physical format starting at just $20. In addition, we're also offering you the 254-page book, Dream Thieves, for $15. As you read this book, God's purpose for your life will be so stirred up in you that you'll put questions and fears aside and begin to aggressively pursue what God has been telling you to do. Don't miss these exciting offers, this series, Dream Thieves, and the updated book, Dream Thieves. Call the number on your screen now or go to renner.org to order. Call or go online now.
2: In a culture where Santa seems to overpower the reason for the season, it's time to return to the true meaning of Christmas. In Rick Renner's timeless new book, Christmas the Rest of the Story, Rick uncovers the stunning details of the nativity story you have never heard. Details like who exactly was Joseph, the father of Jesus? Why did God choose Mary? What was the star that guided the wise men? Who were the wise men who came to see Jesus? How far did they travel? and what was the value of the gifts they brought to Christ. Through its detailed watercolor illustration, Christmas the Rest of the Story invites families to explore the true meaning of Christmas as they interact with the story across decorated pages in a coffee table size format. When you call or go online right now to pre-order this book for just $35, you will receive the eternal story of Christmas, now beautifully told in this timeless keepsake. This is a sweeping portrait of the Christmas story allowing readers to reflect on why Jesus came at the dawn of the first century and ultimately the reason for his birth. With stunning illustrations and nearly 300 pages, your family can create a tradition that will last for generations. Great as a gift or enhancing your own traditions, pre-order the book today, Christmas, The Rest of the Story, for just $35. Call now or go to renner.org to order. Don't miss this special Christmas offer.
0: is Rick Runner and my friends right now. We're in the very middle of our ministry expansion project. It's three phases. Phase one was building the new studio in Moscow. You helped us do that. Thank you. Phase two was finishing the interior of the studio. You helped us do that. Thank you. Now we're in phase three, which is retiring the debt on the ministry headquarters in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Our ministry has never had debt. The reason we've been able to do what we've done is because we've never had to service debt. When we built our building in Riga, we did it cash. When we built the building in Moscow, it is amazing that we were able to do it with cash. And now we want to retire the debt on the Tulsa headquarters building so we can liberate all that money to really take the teaching of the Bible around the world. You know, it's never about buildings. It's about having an anchor where the Word of God can go forth. And in that Tulsa facility, we're taking calls from people who are literally calling us from all over the world. And from that facility, we're producing TV programs, social media. We're fulfilling orders for books and giving away thousands and thousands of different resources to people who are reaching out to us because they believe that we provide teaching they can trust. And it's very important that we retire that debt as quick as possible because it will liberate funds for the preaching of the Word to the ends of the earth. And that is what we are called to do. And today I want to ask you to please continue to be a part of our giving team so we can retire the debt on the Tulsa building and then we'll be finished with the ministry expansion project. Thank you for your prayers and thank you for becoming a part of the giving team. This has been good, but we've covered a lot of material today, and that's why I want you to order the entire series, which is called Dream Thieves, Overcoming Obstacles to Fulfill Your Dreams. And it comes with a study guide, and in the study guide is everything that is in the series. We understand that when you read it, while you're seeing it or hearing it, it really gets the teaching down deep inside you. And we're also offering you right now my book by the same name, Dream Thieves, Overcoming Obstacles to Fulfill your dreams. And my friends, remember that when you become a partner with our ministry and a partner is anyone who regularly financially supports this ministry so we can take the teaching of the Bible around the world. And if you're already a partner, thank you. If you're praying about becoming a partner, we welcome you to our family. And the moment you become a partner, we're going to send you my book, which is called Life in the Combat Zone. The subtitle says, How to Survive, Thrive, and Overcome in the Midst of Difficult Situations. And this book is dedicated to partners. And we're going to send you Denise's book called The Gift of Forgiveness. We always give these two books to anyone who becomes a part of our partner family. So we say, welcome. And please, let us know how to pray for you. And Father, I thank you that you've told us to hold fast to whatever it is that you've told us to do. Help us, Lord, to resist time, to resist the voice of the enemy, to resist voices that speak into our lives, to try to talk us out of your plan, and to really hold fast until we see the manifestation of what you want to do in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, when we come back tomorrow, we're going to discuss divine alignment. Aye, it's going to be great. But remember, Ecclesiastes 8.4 He says, where the word of a king is, there is power.